Listeners, if you're just tuning in, let us know. Who do you think orchestrated the death of JFK? Hey, girlies, it's us. (laughs) Have you guys ever thought about horrifying murders throughout our history? Us, too. There's no real way to reckon with it. To reckon with it? (laughs) To reckon with it. (laughs) Hi, girlies, it's us, the murder sisters. (laughs) Oh Do God. you guys feel bad about the little motos? <laughs> Can you Us imagine? Too? Like the world needs another podcast of two white women talking about crime. God. You had me at. Hell no. Welcome to You Had Me at Hell No. I am Allie. And I'm Mel. And this is our podcast where we try to figure out why we love a genre that hates us so much. Oh boy, do we. Any type of romance movie, we are on it. Comedies, thrillers, dramas. We're going to talk about it and figure out what's the appeal of a genre that's basically designed around hating women and other Mm -hmm. groups as well. But that's... And women within other groups. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Any kind of women, any kind of group. And Mm -hmm. um, it's funny because that's not our typical genre that we like to watch to unwind. Allie, what kinds of movies do you like to watch to unwind? To check out, I like to um, put on an action movie. I fell asleep watching Snatch earlier this week. (laughs) I'm sorry. Full on fell asleep. I know that I full on fell asleep. <sighs> no, I'm it's not laughing I... because you fell asleep. I'm laughing because it's called Snatch and I have the yeah. sense of humor of a 12 year old boy. <laughs> no, that here's the thing. I don't know why it's called Snatch. Because <laughs> let me tell you, there's not one goddamn woman in this movie. No. Oh, no. <sighs> uh, how about you, Melanie? What do you like to watch to unwind? I love horror. Anything spooky, gimme it. Mm-hmm. gimme 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 but that's um, yeah. but that's what we like to do for our super fun times in life uh but we didn't watch anything spooky or anything action related this week Mm-mm. we watched a movie called second act uh but before we get into it uh let's check in with our sound engineer tiffer to see what he thinks this movie is about tiff it's time for Tiffer's Pop Culture Osmosis. Grab onto your asses. Hey Allie, hey Mel. This is yet another one that I haven't seen or heard of, so I had to Google it for the poster, and here's what I think happens based just off of the movie poster. So Jennifer Lopez, she looks very corporate. Uh, I think she has like some mid-level manager corporate job, uh, but I think she gets laid off. And uh, I think what happens is she goes out, uh, to some some club, meets a Cuban drummer guy. They hit it off. There's a musical number, crucially, where uh, you know she's like, "Oh, I've always been able to sing, but I've never really tried." And he encourages her to you know find her hidden talent. They start busking on the subways and streets together, and eventually she begins her second act in life as a musical superstar. So sounds like a fun movie to me. But let me know how I did. 
Thanks, Tiff. Here's the thing. The movie that he guessed is a movie I would watch, frankly. I would yeah, watch same. a movie I would. like that. I would watch a movie like that about Jennifer Lopez becoming... Dan- like, th- she dances a little bit in this movie, and I'm like, hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but um, mm-hmm. let's go... Can I just say, something happened to us, listeners. <sighs> we... We had never, we didn't know, we also didn't know anything about this movie. Well, it's billed, it's listed online as a romantic comedy, and the internet lied to us. We were lied to. This is not a rom-com. And that's... This is the thing. We'll talk about it more. Yeah, this is a thing where any any movie geared toward women, or primarily about women, is referred to as a rom-com. It's not a rom-com. Right. And like, our our criteria, really quick, sorry to interrupt you, but... No, go. Our criterion basically criterion it's the singular of criteria uh hot that's hot thank you it's a neuter latin noun Uh, a what uh a what because you know how in language inflected languages nouns have gender so there's masculine feminine and neuter neuter is like neutral i'd like to get neuter (laughs) would you (laughs) no more (laughs) more clothing please wrap me up in a blanket (laughs) i want to be covered Please, dear God. Yeah. Anyway, no, sorry, it's okay. So basically, the the main thing that we look at to determine whether something is a romance or not is does the main plot revolve around romance? Right. And in this case, it really doesn't. The romance doesn't is an afterthought. Yeah. There's like maybe a B plot involving a romance with two minor characters. Yeah, which we can talk about because. I thought it was a little strange. I did like that Charlene Yee was in it though, because I think she's very cute. I love cute. them. I love them. I believe they go by they use they them now. But oh, I, my bad. Uh, no, sorry, it's Charlene. Totally okay. I I just want to name drop for some, I met Charlene very briefly, like five years ago. <gasps> a delight, <gasps> a, a charming sprite, just admit, like the kind. I believe that I've ever because been around in my life. I believe that because I yeah. think they have real charisma. And it's and Absolutely. it's not like loud in your face J Lo charisma. It's it's more of a subdued kindness mm-hmm. vibe that I get from them yes. that I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed Charlene Yee in this movie. But I Me also too. really I really enjoyed J Lo. I think I, I think this was a really, really good movie. I really I, liked this movie. I not a romance. I enjoyed this movie. It's the, look, this movie is not a romance. I very much enjoyed this movie because this movie has um, another movie that has a slightly similar vibe, J- another JLo movie that has a slightly similar vibe that I think would fit for this podcast, and I think we do need to watch at some point. Made in Manhattan, agreed. Which is a similar thing of like Jennifer Lopez is a sort of regular quote unquote woman working her way up, fighting against a system that's working against her, and she's kind. She listens to other people. She stands up for herself. I could watch that type of movie all goddamn day. I think Jennifer Lopez also should have been at least nominated for an Oscar for Hustlers. Um, yeah. I Okay. I didn't see Hustlers, but I trust you. And we Dude, should get into this. Good. We should get into this. Okay. This movie is good, I, but it is so not a good. romance. No. I, I mean, liked it. I liked this I movie. I really, really enjoyed it. But the whole time I was watching it, I was thinking, okay, when's the romance going to happen? Is she going to fall in love with this person? When's the romance? 
And I was so, like, is, I was like, is this going to be more of a thing with her and Milo? Uh, Milo, I said Milo. Okay. <laughs> Milo, Milo twenty thousand. Milo, uh, Milo, Milo Ventimiglia. Um, yeah, I'm gonna call him Milo twenty thousand. Because that's what I'm gonna call last. him. I'm gonna call him Milo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Milo, I hope. My, my Milo, I hardly know him. Milo, nope, you Look, there's not a good pun for this man's name. Besides, Except, I guess, 20,000. Yeah, but it's not even a pun. That's just what it means. Sometimes when you're handsome, it's harder to make fun of you for your name. Yeah. Because it's just a good name and you're just like a handsome dude. So handsome. Have you seen that clip? I think I sent it to you. So Milo Ventimiglia, we will get to the movie. Milo <laughs> Ventimiglia, okay, let's talk about the movie and then we'll talk about Milo Ventimiglia. Okay, okay, yeah. So, so Jennifer let's Lopez basic played, plot what was her down. name? What was her name? Maya. Maya. Her Maya. She's an assistant manager at this uh, grocery store, this like big store, and she, it's the day of this big meeting where this guy who works at the like, sort of the corporation that sort of owns the store is coming into town to appoint a new person as the manager. And she really wants this job. And she's put in a lot of work and started a lot of programs that have helped boost sales, have connected, you know, members of the community. Like she's, she's, she's put in so much work to this and she's got right. the numbers. She's mm-hmm. ready for the interview. She, and she's explaining things to this corporate guy and yeah. this other, you know, basically consultant who she thinks yeah. is a consultant, this yeah. both white men. And she's yeah. running them through all the operations of the grocery store and telling them all of the improvements that she's made. And then mm-hmm. they're like, oh, by the way, this guy is going to be the manager and you're going to be his assistant manager. And it's going to yeah. be your job to get him acclimated. And she mm-hmm. was, and she, what okay one thing that i loved about this movie was yeah. that jlo stands up for herself every loved. step of the way and Agreed. at this moment too she says yeah. can i talk to you about this i disagree with this position because i've been working here for a really long time i've yeah. done all this stuff for this company and you're just going to bring in someone from the outside and have me yeah. coddle him and have him take credit for my work. Yeah. And, and the only reason they won't appoint her to this position is because she doesn't have a degree. Right. She is a GED and she doesn't have a college degree. Which, yeah. like, and as someone who used to work for a big corporation, I I do understand that there are certain requirements. But also, I would say, like, if you are working at that kind of place... One thing you can do if you don't make an exception for that person is if you're a company that invests in your employees' education, like my old company did, they'll pay for you to get a degree in business. Yeah, but it's also some – I do think that that should be an option, but it also is like if someone has that experience, we need to reward that experience. I also, agree. Like, as someone who has worked both in like office environments and like not office environments, I could tell you so many – frankly a lot of women who don't maybe not may don't may not have like the degree who frankly could run a 
full more corporate uh, corporate office better than like almost any boss i've had there i agree i think not that all women are great because i've also had shitty women bosses i just mean like college isn't for everyone and the fact that a college degree is so ubiquitous now means that it's not really worth anything in my opinion also that's like a big basic economic concept that when something's ubiquitous it's essentially worthless um but also like when someone has that level of experience and the results to back it up like she does that's i agree with you that's something that should be rewarded because not everyone in their path through life has to go to school and honestly like what what is an undergraduate degree going to teach them? Fucking stats. Oh, they could learn oh, that by themselves. Also, yeah. they could just learn how to use Excel really well and not necessarily need to have a sophisticated understanding of freaking statistics to be yeah. able to do their job. Also, mm-hmm. if you're at a manager or administrative level running things, you can delegate that work to someone who does know how to do it. Someone with less, maybe less, like, school experience, and we'll get over it, we'll get off of this in a second. Someone with less, like, academic experience, but more work experience is, I would argue, more capable, because that shows me that they're able to adapt, they're able to learn quickly, they're able to, like, engage with maybe the other workers better. Anyway, it just bugs yeah well that was the main thing that what that's what starts the premise of this movie because she's crushed she doesn't get the promotion she's crushed then um it's her birthday and her godson who's like expert hacker boy got into got a scholarship to stanford he creates creates, this fake resume submits her to this company called franklin and clark which yeah franklin and clark which i think is supposed to be kimberly clark if i'm looking for an analog in the real world or johnson and johnson or something yeah i would say yeah and he's sort of forged made her like kind of a fake facebook page but it has like her legal name she has i think since changed her name or something or she doesn't go by yeah it's yeah Uh, like it goes by but basically she she goes by maya vargas yeah, but she by Mar- Maya Devia. Devia, sorry, and her other name is, name is Maria Vargas. Maria Vargas. Yeah, and like this, it's a whole new identity. Yeah. Saying that she went to like the Wharton School of Business, that she mm-hmm. was a coxswain on her crew team, that she's consulted all over the world, that she speaks Mandarin, yeah. all of this stuff that makes her look really great as a corporate consultant. So yeah. she gets and an interview at Treat uh, Treat Williams, mm-hmm. legendary Hollywood staff. Um, so, <laughs> um, true. Uh, and she gets an interview there, and in the interview, she's doing really well. And Vanessa Hudgens comes in because she also works at this company. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jennifer Lopez is asked like a question about like what sells and what doesn't sell, or what her opinions are about their company. And she makes a comment about the skincare line. And uh, uh, Vanessa Hudgens. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Yeah, people are gonna die, which is <laughs> terrible, but inevitable. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't be talking about this right now. Sorry, I will think about that all the time. Ever? Yeah, I think about that ever, and I feel no. It's worse about that video. What? Is there's part of that while you're watching it? Well, while I was watching it, I had a moment thinking, her hair looks beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, but also, is, is the 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 head of this Sorry. company is it Matthew Modine? No, that's it's Treat Williams. 
Matthew Modine he said is that. It uh, reminded the me father from um, Stranger, Stranger Things. Th- oh, I know. He's in a full metal jacket. No, I rem- yes. as Joker. I remember, but I was watching this and I was like, is this just like a chubbier Matthew Modine? But no, it's it's Williams. It's Treat Williams who... Honestly, I thought he was delightful. I thought he did a great he job. He is delightful. Anyway... She gets hired as a, she gets a consulting position. And they put put her her... up in this corporate apartment because Mm -hmm. she and her long-term boyfriend, Milo Ventimiglia, they break up. He's like an assistant coach on some like sports or whatever team. team. Yeah. Some, they have great chemistry, honestly. Oh, truly. And And so the intro, they're they're always like kissing and hugging. Oh my God. He like gets in the shower with her and I was like, sir. Yeah. Also, like, uh, yeah, J-Lo he walks, he, showering he, with a smoky eye. Love it. Showering with a full beat. I wrote, she's in the shower with a full beat. I was like, you better work, bitch. This is what I want. Like, this is what I, at one point she's fully wearing, a, like, a beautiful wig. I'm like, yes, yes, yes. This is what we want. Yeah, but, this but is what we want. they break up because he wants to start a family and she doesn't. And yeah. they basically say, okay, well, we want different things. So let's break mm-hmm. up. And I thought that that was going to be the beginning of her love story with whoever it might be sam and i had honestly i had no idea who this other person she would fall in love with would be for a second for a second i was like could it be vanessa hudgens (gasps) no and for a second i was like could it be tree williams no and so i just was like who the fuck who whomst who but she she gets this consultant position and she fucking kicks ass at it and she is she so it. good uh-huh. and there's also some funny bits too where you know her competitors like, just like this douchey british guy who's who like, was the guy from unreal by the way <gasps> that's right he's the guy from unreal and basically it sets up this thing where jennifer lopez is like you should restart this in skincare line with like a totally organic line and they're all, but then Vanessa Hudgens' group is like, what if we just made it more organic to save profits? Anyway, it starts a thing where Vanessa Hudgens is like, what if we basically have like a competition? Right. One group will well, do because this, the comp- will do this. the company doesn't have a good reputation because they repackaged. They basically, the story is, is that they had shampoo and they packaged it and sold it as you know hair regrowth product Mm -hmm. and the public was outraged because it was straight up just shampoo nothing special about it so yeah so so all of the the established people there like we're going with vanessa hudgens because fuck this new lady and her ideas so Mm -hmm. she pulls together this ragtag team of people that the company has been kind of undervaluing yeah, like this her, this chemist that was basically sent down to like a lower station. Charlene Nee is her assistant, and who has and they Charlene. all have yeah the, the all Charlene of her assistants nee. have business of, degrees, and they know yeah. they know more about the formal business world than J Lo does, and so she has this really like lovely arc of not only being able to put her skills to good use yeah. but she also is learning a lot in the process too which you can see um yeah and also validating the experiences of the other people around her like yes. she's willing to be like hey if you could give me any tips i su- I, I would welcome that like and like she makes charlene nee feel better she makes this chemist feel better annalee ashford plays her like other assistant this other kind of assistant who defects who, to the other team because she's sleeping with honestly, british boy she was so funny she she's was so good in this she movie she is so good um uh Charlene Nee is great. 
because Charlene D's whole character's thing is that she, um, <laughs> what's her name? Her name's like Alice or something. Yeah, something mousy and unassuming. And Ariana, Ariana. Okay, that's and not fair. Is, not everyone named Alice is mousy and unassuming, but they give her like this little I, name. My best friend is named Alice. I know, I said it, not, uh, Alice, I'm okay. so, Alice, Alice, if you're listening, Alice, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'll never financially recover from this. <laughs> Okay, but uh, her name is Ariana. Uh, the character's name is Ariana, and the joke is that she is afraid of heights. And they work on like this giant corporate. They work on like the fifty seventh floor or whatever. So she every time they're in a room or the, this J Lo's office has a bunch of windows, and so she's always just like in the corner facing the wall. Like, um, uh, okay. So here are the fun. It's genuinely funny to me. Um, there are lots of like very cute moments. Anyway. Yeah, and so speeding ahead. Yeah. The, ba- the here's the thing: J Lo trying to work and find this organic thing. Well, that is to to save her job or to like prove herself at this company. That while that is a major part of the storyline, that's a major thing. The real storyline that I called like Imbe- three minutes before it happened because Same. at one point she and so she and Hudgens are talking and talking and they're getting closer, and you find out that Hudgens is adopted. And I was like, God, I wonder if they'd ever be in, there'd ever be a movie where JLo is her mom. Well, guess what, kids? Okay, so the reason JLo doesn't want to start a family, is scared to start a family with Milo Ventimiglia, is because. (laughs) Sorry, it's not funny. I don't know why I'm giggling. I think we're just excited that, like, we called it and also that this movie is so good. She okay when she was 17, she had a kid, gave up the baby for adoption. That baby was Vanessa Hutchins. But then it also turns out that Treat Williams, the part of the reason he called in Jennifer Lopez for an interview, is because he had a private eye find the name of the person or whatever. Yeah, like unseal the adoption records basically yeah. and find her. And so he tells her, I would have called you in regardless, but then I saw how impressive your resume was, and so I decided to, like, use you for the benefit of my company. Yeah. Not knowing that her whole resume is a lie. And so... Yeah, but part of me is, like, if he was able to find this out, wouldn't the private eye or the private whatever also be able to be, like, this is bullshit? Yeah, well, that's the... Honestly, that's the biggest plot hole in the movie, is that their private eyes clearly ripped them off. Yeah, but... That being said, the whole movie is really about not only Jennifer Lopez, like, having her second act or this opportunity she wouldn't have gotten otherwise to really prove herself and to restart her life and achieve something she always wanted to achieve. But a big part of it is the second act of, like, re-engaging with this daughter that she lost and And, reconnecting with her. Yeah, and so Vanessa Hudgens knows that they find out and they have this really beautiful relationship and they both agree let's keep this out of the workplace we don't want and yeah. one thing that i really loved about this was that their com- their competition between their two teams at work mm-hmm. they don't become obsessed with it it's not no it's not it- pitting women against each other they're actually no. like collab like, they're working really well together and in yeah. the workplace you see that and then out of the workplace they grow really close yeah. and um you know it's really just lovely to see of j-lo really like embracing the fact that she now knows that her daughter is okay 
and yeah. that she got all of these amazing opportunities that she wouldn't have had with her. So she's like, I did the right thing by giving you up because I knew yeah. I couldn't give you the life that you deserved. And I'm right. so grateful that with your adoptive parents, you had you've have this amazing life. Yeah. And it's it's very but she's also like, oh, my daughter's so happy to know me because I am this impressive thing. And if I were to tell her the truth, she'd be like, oh, well, she lied to me. It would crush her. She'd be disappointed. Is, she'd be very disappointed mm-hmm. and sad, which is also awful. Um, oh, and, and another thing that I really loved what? is that because, you know, in these types of farces where there's, you know, a big bet or a lie or a case of mistaken yeah. identity. And we see this time and time again in, you know, 10 things I hate about you. She's all that. Um, literally any kind of movie with this kind of premise. There's always some motherfucker who tries to blow up their spot. Yeah. And in those oh. movies, they succeed. But in this movie, J-Lo tells the truth by yeah. herself because she it's, wants to. It's always in her hands. Like, if she, her, her project is chosen. And here's the thing I was confused about, though, is, like, the announcement of this product line is being filmed or what like we cut to it's like televised live yeah why for what why would anyone care do you know why why no for it why wouldn't. it wouldn't be anyway also she calls up like charlene and the like chemist boy to explain the product after she's like tells the truth of like my resume was forged river but i whatever but her speech was i really loved it too because it wasn't the type of speech where she was like i lied to you all and i'm so sorry because she takes ownership of the lie yeah and then but then instead of like crying or losing her cool she takes ownership and she's like i'm not what my resume said i was my godson made it for me and I got this amazing opportunity and I'm so thankful for all of you because I've learned so much by being around all of you. And I'm sorry that I lied, but I'm also really proud of what I've done and what my team has done. And so on that note, I'm going to let Charlene and Scientist Boy, the real architects of this whole thing, because they did all of the heavy lifting. I'm going to let them explain it to you. And then she leaves. And also, she's like, I thought no, no one would look at me. And the reality is, it's no true. One Nobody would have. Like the same guy that talked to her in the when she was a assistant manager at the store, when he sees her at this big corporate party, doesn't recognize her. Not at all. She, not at all. Which is a delight. Um, also, it's, at that big corporate party, she dances with the British boy, and I was like, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Oh, we love an angry tango scene. Let me tell you, I love the angry dance. I love a tangy. Can you imagine, though, it's your day at work and your job is that you're dancing with Jennifer Lopez? I would shit myself. I would lose my mind. Jennifer Lopez, who is like, also the hoops, when she shows up wearing hoops, I was like, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I also love that she's still Jenny from the block and she's from freaking Queens in this movie. She's the most... She's from Queens, but she's from the Bronx. She's from the Bronx, I believe. Anish- originally, I think J Lo is from the Bronx. Her character in Maya this is movie from is from Queens. But yeah. I, like, and Leia Remini is her be- plays her best friend. Yeah. And oh, can they, we talk about her friends? Yes, because why are her? There are times when her friends are great and are so supportive, and then there are other times when they're like the worst. It's unclear if they're mad at her for achieving the thing that they 
pushed her to achieve. Specifically Leah Remini, because... Yeah. On- Leah Remini's the reason she, like, got into this mess. Yeah, because Leah Remini encouraged her to go to the interview. Yeah. She was like, oh, yeah, my son made this for you. You should go do it. See what happens. Screw the grocery store that we both work at because they don't know a good thing when they see it. Fine. That's what a supportive friend should do. Like, encourage your friends to push themselves outside their comfort zone, blah, 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 whatever. But also, once J-Lo gets really into it, it's like a a nine or ten week project or something. Leah Remini's like, oh, look who finally decided to show up to things. It's like, I'm sorry, Leah Remini. That's what happens when you work at that level at a big corporation. Or at any new job, bitch. If your friend is achieving a new thing, you're going to see them less. Yeah, well, because they're tired and they're also working yeah. more, especially if you're salaried as a consultant or you work uh, more hours. It's just part of the game. The higher up you go, the more hours you're expected to work. Like Sometimes. my dad, my, in, in lo- most cases, my dad works most at cases, a, yeah. a similar company and oh, yeah, my sorry. dad works conservatively 70 to 80 hours a week. Which is insane. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's just yeah. kind of like, That's kind of what's expected when you're managing that many people at that kind of level. But also, like, there's a big learning curve at a new job. And also, like, I feel there are other ways that Leah Remini could have said this. But, of course, it's a movie and she has to say something obnoxious. But the whole the whole trope of the friend being like, I don't know who you are anymore. That's not really explicit in this movie because they have a disagreement and then they're right back to being best friends. Which I was actually fine with. Me too. Because I don't want to have to sip through that trip. But I also, that's kind shitty. of how real friendship works, though. Yeah, where you're like, I'm kind of pissed, but then you're back and you're You're fine. like, I'm kind oh, of pissed, also- and you're like, well, sorry, you're pissed, and then everything's fine, and you either talk about it another time or you don't. Yeah, also, Leia Remini tells Milo Ventimiglia about J-Lo giving up a baby for adoption. Which I didn't think was, like, I didn't think that was that's cool. That's not your story to tell, Leia Remini. And yeah. also, Milo is, like, mad at her about it. Yeah, he's, he's like, basically why did you like, lie to me? Which is also, like, like, about something like that. You Yeah, well, an omission is a lie in many cases. Yeah. But also, yeah. like, it's not, it's not your business. Yeah, like, also, And like, also, like, here, if you're in a relationship with someone and you live together... Maybe before you move in together, you should talk about, do we want to have kids? That shouldn't be a conversation for way down the line. And I say this from experience. Mm -hmm. If you don't want kids and your partner does or vice versa, you need to talk about that before you take steps into being in serious relationship territory. Because Mm -hmm. that's the kind of stuff that'll tear you apart in a second. Oh, Especially yeah. the older I, you get. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the end of the movie happens. She starts her own business with the guy who at first didn't recognize her. She basically like starts her own business with the girls from the from the um, grocery store and her godson. And it's really and then successful. That company is per- yeah, it's com- it's so successful that the Farkle and what was it called? Something the moms. company something in Clark. The Franklin and Clark. Franklin and Clark. Yeah. Buys their company. And so now they have, she has a, she's still able to work with them. And then she and Vanessa Hudgens. Wait, Franklin uh, and Clark buys it? I thought the grocery store bought it. 
the grocery store did buy it. You're right. I'm sorry. Because basically, it was. Yes. It's like an Angie's List best deals type of app thing. It didn't really make sense, but we don't have no. to push it. It's we like when care. movies basically, have time travel. We don't have to push it because the more you don't. push it, the less will make sense. It's not fun. That's not why we watch it. We no. watch it for fun. Basically, Jennifer Lopez in New Street Found Confidence takes, uh, and also with connections that she's built through this previous job. Mm-hmm. Um, is able to start this new business and get funding and basically provide work for her friends in a nice environment and it's very good. And she's really uh, successful and, and they do and a new successful. story about her. Yeah, and uh, she and Vanessa Hudgens, Vanessa Hudgens has gone to art school and Jennifer Lopez like writes her letters. Uh, Which I thought uh, was I very sweet. Yes, I did cry. It was it was Trey Moshe. Trey Moshe. Anyway, Vanessa Hudgens comes back to New York. They are rebuilding their friendship. Not rebuilding, but like continuing to grow close and have relation have a relationship with one another and also at the end milo ventimiglia comes back and he's like hey. he really is he's it, like you ready to start that family what? now and she's like are you yeah gonna lie to me which are is you gonna lie to me <sighs> he truly it really i know this is the doy but like the fact that he played Sly Stallone's son is like it's the casting is like too perfect. I know it's uh, I. uh, They have the same kind of like mouth thing. They talk the same way. I know those kind of sleepy Italian dreamy eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! I mean, and they both wear the hell out of pair of short shorts. Oh my god! The short shorts that Milo Ventimiglia busts out. I'm like, let's party milo listen i think that men should be wearing shorter shorts i agree the worst thing they did at basketball is get change those shorts get rid of those little slut shorts also (sighs) ventimiglia is a good way to end a haiku it's it's five syllables (laughs) if you don't know how to end your haiku ventimiglia follow haikulist on instagram Thank you. I haven't posted in a long time. It's okay. <laughs> but if you don't follow Ali's haiku account on Instagram, you should because they're hilarious. Thank you so much. Haikulist. H A I K O L. No, K. No. No. H A I K O O L E S T. There it is. Boom. Um, I did my best. I don't know. Basically, we didn't talk much about this movie. We talked a lot about, like, I don't know corporate uh, trying to make it in the corporate world but that but that's basically the like the movie has this two movie plots is, the a yeah. plot is her and her job and the yeah. b plot is her forging this relationship with her daughter that she gave up for adoption yeah and, and then at the end she makes that with milo ventimiglia and, the, and you're the like the c plot okay. is charlene Yi and scientist boy and the d plot is her and Vi- milo ventimiglia uh, yeah and i honestly I really don't think that they should have gotten back together. I don't think that I don't think that that's fair and I also think that it's if she doesn't want to have more kids, I think that's okay and I didn't necessarily like that at at the end. She was like, "Yeah, I am ready to have a family with you." Because it's okay for her to not want kids and to be successful yeah. and Milo Milo clearly wanted kids. And I know this is going to sound harsh, but if that's really, really important to you, you yeah. will find someone who that's important to as well. And you yeah. both will have that with each other. 
And I know mm-hmm. it sounds harsh, but like it happens. People break up with each other yeah. because of that all the time. We even see That's that in when a... Harry met Sally. That's why she and yeah. Joe break up. That's also a very legitimate reason to not be together anymore. Absolutely. I it's don't a care. big deal. Every... Look, look, multiple times in this movie, the way she addresses my love and Tamelia is just by saying nice ass. That's wonderful. Which I but loved. I loved. Here's the thing, though. You can meet lots of people with nice asses who either don't want to have kids or do want to have kids. Yeah, I think the thing that I liked, though, was that they didn't break up because he wasn't supportive of her career. Because he was very supportive of her career and her success. And I loved that their breakup was legitimate for a reason that actually mattered. It wasn't a petty fight. It was, I want kids. I Mm -hmm. don't. Correct. Okay, then we have to break up. It wasn't like he was a bitch or she's a bitch. It's like, boom. I I still can't get over how much they were. Because, like, I couldn't get over in the beginning. I'm like, these two are making... It's We've been... We're five minutes into the movie. They've kissed, like, seven times. Yeah, it was gross. Which is... I didn't hate it, though. Because, like, sometimes I... Oh, you know me. I I hate watching kissing. It's gross. I hate it. I'm fine with it. Because sometimes we'll watch a movie or a TV show and they're like, we're a couple... And they're like, okay, I'm going to work. And I'm like, you guys aren't going to kiss? Goodbye? That's weird to me. I yeah. think it's weird. One time I tried to watch a movie and someone, she was like, a woman greeted her husband who she was sure had died simply by hugging him. And that was it. You're and not going to make out? What? You I, thought he was dying. Seems a little unrealistic to me. I don't know what you're referencing, but I don't know either. I just it just it just reminded me of when my partner was living with me and I would come home after a long day of work and all I wanted to do was make out with him and then give him a hug. Like, hello, people. Hollywood, stop lying to us. People want to make out. It's okay, Even though it's gross and kissing is disgusting. People still want to do it. I. Basically, what we're saying is, hey, movie, it's very believable that Milo Ventimiglia and Shayla would want to make out with each other. We appreciate it. Yeah, two smoking hot people. Just, Absolute babes. Just going Absolute at each other. babes. I still can't get over that she was in the shower with a full face of makeup. I, I was mean, like, you better work. I mean, you better are, we, work. Are, are we surprised at no, all? No, that's what I want. I want this movie had the J-Lo that I want. She's wearing hoops. She's defending her coworkers. She's standing up to the man. She's uh, breaking the glass stick, ceiling, sticking up for women over 40. Like she's fucking working. She looks great. The song, the movie ends with a J-Lo song playing Ooh. over the credits. Ooh. This is what we want. Okay. It was, I We got to watch more J-Lo on this podcast because every single time I'm like, this is what we want. I I know. I, I do think I, I also, that we should still, yeah. I do think we should do a J-Lo month. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm pretty sure her birthday is in July. I feel like July should be J-Lo month. Waiting for tonight. Oh! oh! <laughs> to be with you here in my arms. Oh, we're in for tonight. Oh! oh! <laughs> I've dreamed of this love for so long. Oh, Waiting for, for tonight. tonight. Oh. Um, um, very sorry had... to anyone who is disturbed by that. No, you're welcome. Fucking, you're welcome. I just feel like because we're recording remotely. 
We want our voices to sync up, and they never do. They never will. They never do. They never will. So enjoy it, y'all. I I have a question. Okay, so was this movie romantic? No. No. It's not a romance. No. I thought it was very sweet. I liked, I frankly really liked that this was a movie about a woman finding herself not through a man, but like through, you know, fulfillment in her career, fulfillment in her relationships, fulfillment in Mm -hmm. this like kind of it wasn't about falling in love it was about loving herself yeah loving herself the real love story is her and herself and also her and her daughter and also like here's the thing she didn't need to forgive herself for giving her daughter up but she felt that she did and so she it's such a nice this movie was so fucking nice and i yeah so anyway was it romantic no was it sexy I I would say <laughs> asterisk. No asterisk. asterisk. No, because it's not a romance and there wasn't necessarily anything where we were like, oh, yeah, baby. No. But I will say her and Milo making out, definitely sexy time. That was sexy. He straight up says, do you want, uh, you want some? And she thinks he's talking about breakfast. And he's like, no. <laughs> and he gets in the shower with her and you're like, oh, yeah, hell yeah, she's hell yeah. Like, oh, even though... That, here's the thing. Although, let's be real about making love with one another in the shower. It oh, sounds like a good idea. It's never what, a good idea. Someone is always cold. Another person is always drowning. You might slip um, and bite someone's dick off. You never know. Slip and bite their dick off? <laughs> you do the math. No, I won't. <laughs> I'm not going to do the math. Anyway. Would we recommend this movie? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Um, I love Jennifer Lopez. First of all, I Jennifer Lopez is a Jennifer great Lopez. actor. She's, She's so great. good. She's charismatic. She is, she is a pleasure charisma. to... Oh, truly. She's a uh-huh. pleasure to watch. Beautiful. Truly. Drop dead gorgeous. So beautiful. Also, because you also know that she is working overtime. Like, she has a whole team of people whose job... Is just to make sure she looks good and everyone and that ass ev- that I mean it's insured. It better be. I'm pretty sure it is. It has to be. I wouldn't blame her for a second. Julia Julia Roberts insured her smile. Oh, you better work, bitch. It's, it's insured for like Roberts. ten million dollars, I think. Fuck yes. You were a commission, right? Big mistake. Huge. <laughs> Huge. But yeah. This movie was so good, and I very much enjoyed it. Um, is it, it is it a romance? No. no. And I think I want to touch on something you said earlier, Allie, because I think it's worth reiterating. Because this podcast is about romance and why we love a genre that hates us, this is part of the reason. Because this is not a romantic comedy. If anything, mm-hmm. this is, uh, it's barely a comedy. It's barely even funny. I didn't yeah. I didn't think this was a particularly funny movie. And I would actually say this is more of a drama or a dramedy or whatever you want to call it. But the fact that it's listed as a romantic comedy means that, okay, it's about a woman and yeah. terrible things are not happening to her. And it's not so unbearable to watch that it has to be drama, romantic yeah. comedy. And that label yeah. just gets slapped on it. 
but the plot legally isn't bl- about romance. No, Legally Blonde gets called a rom-com. It's not a rom-com. It, it's not a rom-com. Legally Blonde is about a woman who learns to love herself and value herself as an intelligent person by at first pursuing a man and then learning that that pursuit is not worth her time or her energy. And once she loves herself, she allows herself to be loved by someone else. That's not a romance. Yeah, that's not a romance. Yeah, okay. Fuck Mary Mary Kill. Mm -hmm. Milo Ventimiglia. Mm -hmm. J-Lo. Vanessa Hudgens. (gasps) Yeah, people are gonna die, which is terrible. But like, here's the thing: I should be so lucky with any of these people. Truly, same. In oh we God, should be I, in our wildest dreams. I truly don't know, to be honest. I like this is one where I'm like, I don't know. Really? I here's the thing with Jennifer Lopez. What a, what am I bringing to the table with that? Genuinely. What am I bringing to the table with that? I don't think I have. What she, I think, requires emotionally, physically, sexually, those are ways that I do not operate and ways that I don't, like, I don't know what I'm providing for her in that situation. I think I'm a good partner. I don't think I'm a good partner for Jennifer Lopez. That checks out. That makes sense. Um, I don't think I'd be, well, I don't know. Cause I here's what I would do. Cause if, if she if she's fucking with Ben Affleck, I'm not bringing you. I I, no, I, I can't give you what you need, no, sweetheart. I cannot no. give you what you need, sweetheart. Nobody anyway. can give her what she needs because she's with Ben Affleck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um. But here's what I would do. What? Kill Vanessa Hudgens. <gasps> yeah, Vanessa's gonna. <laughs> it's Sorry, not... Why is it so funny? I don't know. I think it's just. A pandemic meme, but I would kill Vanessa Hudgens. I would marry mm-hmm. JLo because power couple. Yeah. I feel like no and this is no shade to you. I feel like I would bring a lot to the table with JLo. I think I actually believe that. I think, yeah. No, like, I think you guys have a similar work mindset, is what it is. Yeah. Like I feel like if I was married to her, we would both mm-hmm. like respect and understand that we enjoy being busy and that we enjoy working hard. Mm-hmm. And we would support each other in our marriage through that. Yes. Um, because maybe the reason she hasn't had successful engagements to men is because of uh, a reason. Oh. Uh, women. Maybe she needs to be with women. Who knows? I can't tell JLo what to do. That's just speculation. I, I will say JLo has very straight vibes. I know she does. But like... Ugh. And so do I. But, like, what am yeah, I doing? You were too... Although a marriage between two straight women... And they were roommates. Um, and they were roommates. <laughs> but yeah, um, and but then obviously, Milo yeah, yeah, obviously, he's got long hair and a mustache, and he wears short shorts. Where do I sign up? I can't believe how hot he is. I'm. So it's mad. like really not fair. Even like, he, listen, I don't even, I don't like of, Gilmore oh. Girls, but I just like I hate Gilmore Girls. But I liked him on Gilmore Girls because That's he's so, so hot. He, have you seen that video? I sent this to you, but the video of him talking about salad dressing for People Magazine. No. And it's that thing of, you know when someone is that specific type of hot and you want to, you have to talk to them about something. Specifically, it was for like, I think People Sexiest Men. And it's like, we want to talk about something specific enough to like truly humanize this person. Uh Uh-huh. But we don't want to get so deep that it's like, kind of ruins the bit or we find out like oh maybe this guy actually is terrible what are we going to ask him about salad dressing and so he talks for like two minutes about salad dressing 
And it really is a conversation that you'd have with someone that you think is hot, where you're like, maybe if I just keep letting this person talk, they'll decide that I actually am someone they want to make out with. Hmm. So it's just this stupid fuck. I shouldn't call him a stupid fuck. But you know when someone's so hot that you're mad at them? Yeah. It's uh, the stupid fuck being like, throw some, you know, like, you know, you work your way up from like a regular small salt to like a smoke salt to like a celery salt. Just like changed your perspective. Oh my God. You know? That's a, that's throw, deeply infuriating. Throw some pistachios in there. No. You know, you really can make an amazing salad dressing. No. People talk about like, wow, the salad is really good. It's like, yeah, this is salad dressing. <laughs> he talks about the salad dressing for like two minutes. I'm so upset. And... And it's and it's a thing. I take that makes back everything I said. Kill Milo Ventimiglia. I'll fuck Vanessa Hudgens. Like, you know she. I don't want to be rude. Listen, we all know it. We're all thinking it. I know. know. Yeah, people are gonna die. <laughs> which is terrible. I mean, on that note, though, that's our fuck Mary kill for this episode. I think. <laughs> I think we would both recommend this movie. Not yeah, it's I, not a romance, we? but y'all no. should definitely watch it if you have time. If you like J Lo and you like feminist movies, I would definitely give this one a watch. There is one joke that I don't really like, but it's quick and whatever. Anyway, I will say that maybe before we end, should we change "fuck Mary to kill" the title to "Yeah, people are gonna die." <laughs> I which is terrible. Yeah. Well, okay. Listeners, weigh in. <laughs> Segway. No, you can weigh Boom. in. No, you can Look weigh what in. I Here's fucking what... did. If you want to weigh in, should we retitle our fuck Mary Kill segment? Yeah, people are gonna die. <laughs> you can contact us on Instagram or Twitter at hellnocast. You can email yeah. us at hellnocast at gmail.com. You could visit our website, hellnocast.com. Let us know what you think. We're always looking for ways to improve the pod and have y'all engage with us more because we love interacting with you. If you like what you heard on the podcast as well, leave us a like, drop us a five-star text review. Okay, good night. Review on Apple Podcasts. Um, And on Spotify, you can now do that as well. So if Spotify (gasps) is easier for you, you can do that on Spotify. We drop new episodes every Friday slash Saturday, and you can find us where you find all your major podcasts. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for listening to Had Me and Hell No. I have been Allie. And I've been Mel. Love you. Bye. Bye. You Had Me at Hell No was recorded remotely in front of our pets, Roscoe and Benny. Allie and I want to thank Tiffer Hill for editing our podcast, putting up with all our shenanigans, and making us sound amazing. We would also like to thank Bella Vanek and Lucille Petty for writing our theme song. Thanks, Bella and Lucille. 